Hey guys, and welcome back to King's Corner Life Notes. And happy 2021. This is my first episode I'm recording in the new year. I know there's already been an episode that's been put out, but I that's kind of cheating because I recorded it in 2020. So this is my first official episode within the new year, and I'm really excited for this episode. So let's get started. So for today, I have a very special person on today's episode. This is someone that I've grown up with. They have witnessed, you know, growth within myself and my journey as well. We really wanted to talk about things that we've learned within 2020 and things that we're hoping to learn within 2021. So that being said, let's get into it. Pam, I'm in my fourth year at university. I'm in communications and environmental studies. I've known Emma since elementary school. We've been friends for like God knows how long at this point. And yeah, I'm excited to be on this episode. We just have a lot to talk about. So yeah. Okay, so Pam and I were talking off microphone a couple days ago, just basically about things that we've learned within 2020 because I think it's really cool to share people's experiences from what they've learned within you know various years and within this year particular it's been crazy to say the least I feel like so many people have found different journeys so many people have found you know different life meanings I guess you could say right different purposes (laughs) yeah that's a better way to put it but I think that it'd be really cool to kind of ask my first couple of guests some things that they've learned within 2020 so that maybe we can all reflect and it can teach you something about yourself okay so that being said Pam what's something that you've learned for the 2020 and I feel like this is so formal like an interview but I genuinely just want to hear like what you've learned Okay, so something I think 2020 has taught me is self-reflection and probably that like mindset is more important than anything and I think what really sparked that was um, one day on Twitter I saw this tweet and it was, you're not stuck at home, you're safe at home. I love that. But it kind of just like got me thinking. It's true, like your mindset kind of does impact how your mood is. So like I remember in the beginning of quarantine, I was kind of like, oh, this sucks. Like this happened in March, right? So I was still at school with my roommates. And then obviously COVID hits, lockdown hits. And so some of my roommates just left to go home and whatnot. So obviously at that time, I feel like I was still really like upset and like kind of Alone. like mad. Yeah. And like I was like, this sucks that like my third year's ending like this. And especially when like things weren't getting better, things were just getting extended. Like I was kind of like worried because I had planned to like live in Waterloo that summer, right? Yeah. Like I had a job lined up. That kind of got interrupted. So I feel like I was so in that mindset of like, oh, this sucks. My plans were ruined and whatnot. And I was just like grumpy, I guess. Yeah. I guess once I saw that tweet and like once I kind of started like reflecting because, you know, self-reflection, I just kind of started thinking and I was like, honestly, it's better for me to be at home like this than for me to be risk. You know what I mean? Like basically what you're, what I think you're saying, correct me if I'm <laughs> wrong, is basically you had that realization where, okay, I'm having this mindset and me being mad at myself is impacting my mood. Just having a better mindset impacts your mood 100%. So I feel like once I started doing that, it kind of got over this whole like, oh, we're stuck inside. And I was like, okay, well, this is nice. I actually have time to do things I've wanted to do, like freedom with how I want to work and stuff like that. So I've actually like come to enjoy being at home. That's definitely like one of my big reflections of the year. I love that. Okay, so for mine, I think it has a lot of resemblance to what Pamela said. I think I focused a lot at the beginning of being mad that I was alone. I live in the basement and I have a bathroom to myself. I have my workspace to myself. I'm basically like alone. And I was really upset that I didn't have siblings to hang out with. I basically had to find a way to 
keep myself occupied and entertained. Exactly. (laughs) So within that, I found that I've learned taking time for yourself has a bigger impact on you as your mental health and physicality more than, you know, surrounding yourself with as many people as you can. By that, I mean doing a skincare routine, (laughs) you know, taking that 15 minutes in the morning to wake up, take care of yourself, shower, do a face mask, rinse your hair, brush your teeth, just things like that. I value so much and I get excited about. Just like forms of routine for you that like makes you feel productive and good about yourself in the morning, which like makes, again, mindset, which puts you in a good mindset for the day. Like, okay, I was productive. I can, I can do more. Like, especially when it comes to school, you're okay. I'm like, I'm ready to sit and lecture or I'm ready to like do work and do readings. Exactly. And humans need structure to live, Mm -hmm. but something that I've learned is create, create a routine with yourself, not just, you know, keeping yourself busy, but make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Whereas that, you know, drinking water, taking, like reading a book, going outside for walks instead of, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of being so worked up about, oh, I don't want to work out, go on a walk with a friend instead. Yeah, Or put in your headphone and listen to a podcast. Maybe this one to be specific. (laughs) (laughs) I think Pamela and I's reflections kind of stimulate towards each other like intertwine within yeah. each other and i think what we're basically saying is personal growth yeah i think <laughs> I mean, that's what 2020 is all about and although you can say it's been a horrible year because it has been it yeah. truly has i think a lot of people have grown and can value so many things afterwards no i 100 percent agree i just feel like with everything being as crazy as it is and as like you know like locked down and whatnot like we have no choice but to literally focus on ourselves exactly. you know what I mean and like I feel like like you said taking the time to do things it's like I never really realized like especially during school when you're just like surrounded by people always going yeah. out like you know what I mean like living the social life like it after a while not to say that it gets like it gets tiring it just, drains it gets it drains you as yeah. a person just because I feel like you don't take that time for yourself you know and like especially with like having to balance your social life with like your roommates outside of your roommates um doing your school work and whatnot like there's no you time like something especially this year I noticed is that like I didn't have me time like I I remember telling you when I got back I was yeah. like I don't even have a show I'm watching like I was just like you know what I mean because I just felt like all my energy was just like being put into like other places and it, it just wasn't towards myself and I honestly like towards the end of the semester I really felt the burnout because I just feel like I was like just so tired this break especially I've really like taken time to myself obviously like we're in lockdown again yeah but, like it's your mindset like it's nice to have that alone time and to actually like take it to yourself it's just appreciating the little things I totally agree okay so pam created a great segue into the next topic here she is reading my mind but basically i wanted to talk about your academic journey because it's different from i guess you could say the traditional mm-hmm. way 100 and that's why i love hearing it because <laughs> i think that you had a huge self-reflection within deciding where you want to go to school and focusing on yeah. what journey you want to take that being said i'm gonna hand it over to you to obviously say because <laughs> i'm not gonna narrate it for you but i think it's really interesting and if you're someone that's in grade 12 or in high school or someone that knows someone struggling with the same things that we're going to be talking about i think this is a great listen i think pam has a great story to share okay so as you said i didn't really have a traditional like university transition from grade 12 so i would say as soon as grade 12 hit everyone you can even say it yourself like everyone starts talking about university and not a lot of people were talking about colleges and at the time i wasn't really into my academics i didn't take it seriously at the time too i was 
really into interior designing, which I still really like. And so I was kind of in that mindset where, oh, I'm gonna go to college for this and I'm gonna do this two year program. Like I wasn't sure at what school, but I knew once grade 12 ended, like I think it wasn't until second semester that I told myself like, maybe I just take the semester off. Like I didn't even apply to schools that Meaning, year. Meaning, let me just not apply to college. Like the yeah. following, I guess, academic year, you were like, let me take a break. Sorry, so it was first first semester, obviously everyone's talking about like university, college deadlines, all that stuff, whatever. And then it's second semester where they're actually due, I think. Yes, when you actually apply. Yeah, I think yeah. it's January, February, they're due. So I remember it came, it's like second semester of high school. And I was kind of just like not in that mindset to apply. Like I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I didn't know anything. So I was like, honestly, I think I'm just going to take the year off. I think those break, I think, are so underrated. Yeah, 100%. Like I, I bet, I'm obviously probably speaking for you, but I bet you've learned so much within what you want to do within that year. I decided to take that year off, didn't apply to school. It comes September, all my friends left for school. So you left, Jen left. It was that first semester when I came up to like visit you and I came up to visit Jen and I don't even know initially what like sparked my interest, but it was just like that whole feel like you guys being in school and coming to visit you guys. I was like, I want this. Like I want to be at school. Like I still need to. And so it wasn't until I think like late that year, probably like November, December, where I was like, okay, like I want to go to university. Like out of nowhere, like I don't want to go to college. I want to go to university mm-hmm. and like kind of shook the core. Uh, I remember looking at programs and I really liked communication. I thought that was interesting, like very like broad, but I knew I could do stuff with it that would spark my interest. And so once I figured out that I wanted to go into communications, I had to like look into what courses I would need to make sure because as I said the year before, I didn't really take my courses seriously. It wasn't in a lot of university courses. And after that semester, I decided to go to Brock. And they have a great communications program. Mm-hmm. And I went to Brock, which obviously encouraged you. You're like, oh, I, I know someone yeah. that goes there, could live together. Yeah, like, I feel like that was honestly a huge thing for me too. But I was like, oh, well, Emma goes there. She has a roommate. Like, I can go live with them. Exactly. And I was like, you know, like, this is what I need kind of thing. And I think in the back of your head, there was another school, which is the school you ultimately ended up transitioning to. But I always knew as well, it was in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. And you didn't end up applying to it initially. I didn't apply to Laurier, but I remember seeing communications at Laurier first and being like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And then I saw it at Brock too. And I was like, oh, really cool. Emma goes there. Like, It was more of like that. I think I got caught up in that idea of being like, oh, I can live with Emma. I think growing up too, we've always talked about like when we live together, totally. like, you know what I mean? And so I feel like that obviously made me lean a lot towards Brock. And it honestly wasn't until we started the school semester that I kind of started to feel doubt about like not even just applying. You know what I mean? It wasn't like school semester started and I was like, oh, I wish I went to Laurier. I was like, oh, I wish I just applied kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like almost like I had held back a lot by not even thinking of applying or anything like that. And when we were living together, which I definitely want to talk about later, so we'll get back to that. But when we were living together, we both had the realization, remember, we were talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We both wanted to transfer schools. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wanted to transfer to a different university and mm-hmm. you want to transfer to Laurier. And we're mm-hmm. both kind of, you know, bonding over that experience. We're both kind of like, yeah, I don't know if Brock's like the best for yeah. both of us. Long story short, you ended up transferring and mm-hmm. you love it. Like it was I, the yeah. best decision, right? Yeah, totally. I feel like... 
I went into the situation a little blind, like obviously not knowing what was ahead of me. But I'm really glad that I did end up taking this chance and going to Laurier because it's probably like one of the best things that's happened to me at university. I think reflecting back, it was just my mindset at the time and I was like, oh, I'm stressed to meet people. What if it doesn't go well kind of thing? And that held me back a lot. Just doubts. It's honestly, it's so crazy how the whole everything turned out and it turned out for the best. Like I think me and you both like ended up getting roommates who we both like adore and are like really close with now. And so I'm happy that that happened. I don't know if you said it for clarification, but for clarification, you went onto like a Facebook group chat and found people that were looking for roommates. Yeah. Just like I did. Yeah. And we same both situation. And we both met roommates that compliment us so well and kind mm-hmm. of saved us from our university journey. And we were both so scared too, you totally. know, going into it because we were both like, we don't want to live with randoms. Yeah. It's such a scary thing, you know, obviously. Like, listen to the last podcast for details. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But I'm happy that we both like took the chance because realistically at the time it was both our mindsets just being like scared scared having doubts you know like it's intimidating but then now reflecting back it's like holy i'm so happy that that happened you know exactly i'm literally so grateful that i met the roommates i did and i've had the experience i did because it's like been some of the best years of my life so exactly and a funny story towards that too is i remember (laughs) i was going shopping and you called me and this is when you were just slowly talking to your roommates Mm -hmm. or just getting to know i guess you haven't met them yet and i remember i was shopping you called me you're like emma i just talked to one of the roommates they're so cool i'm so excited do you remember that yeah so So shout out to any of your roommates if they're listening (laughs) she honestly was so excited i think moral of the story is take time for yourself Mm-hmm. like that's literally what you did you took time for yourself and you completely changed your roadmap and like how it was you were all go. my mindset because i feel like i didn't apply to laurier too because i was a little scared i know everybody talks about laurier being like an easy university but the whole idea of like going to a university was scary for me yeah obviously brock has that reputation of being easy as well i knew people who were there and who were doing well so i kind of felt like okay well i feel more comfortable going here I guess there was literally more of a consensus of comfort at Brock because you yes. had you knew someone that was in there. She just opened her water bottle. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but basically that's what we're saying. I think that if, you know, you've learned anything from that conversation or that topic specifically, take time for yourself, yeah. change your mindset because ultimately that's the only thing holding you back from pursuing something that could ultimately change your life. Yeah. Okay, so moving forward, in the previous episode, Lisa was talking about how she took her self-worth and reflected it towards her education success. And I feel like living with you for that one year that we both went to Brock, Mm -hmm. I felt like you created the boundary for yourself in that same way Lisa did. Yeah. And I think you put a lot of pressure on yourself to reward yourself with high grades so that you could get into Laurier, which is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But I just saw as a friend how hard you were working. And it's one thing, like you were saying before, in 2020 that you realized you didn't create a lot of self care for yourself and you were burnt out Mm -hmm. but why do you think you were doing that i think at the time i just put a lot of pressure on myself because i did want to get into laurier so i was like i need to have high marks i need to do well you know i need to get into the school and i i honestly feel like i still do that now like i've carried that into like my work habits which obviously like you want to do well in school you want to get good marks but i just feel like i struggle to find the balance and i just kind of associate school like being at university with just being at school kind of thing sometimes i feel like i need to step back and like really enjoy the experience because i just get so caught up in like school and like finishing my deadlines and whatnot that i'm not truly like 
enjoying the moment, you know? It's important to stop and literally take a breather because if you overwork yourself, you're like you said, you're going to be burnt out. Yeah. So as we mentioned before, Pamela and I lived together for a year. And knowing her through elementary school, high school, and now (laughs) university, it honestly created a relationship. Um, A bond. Yeah, like like you said, like a bond that we talked about growing up. We've Mm -hmm. always talked about living together when we grow up. But what I wanted to talk about was how well you literally get to know someone when living with them. Like, I thought I knew you, but (sighs) man, did I ever... really know you (laughs) so i think it's cool i feel like one thing i learned about you was yeah you do overwork yourself Mm -hmm. but you also created such a comfort of being at university because you're a piece of home i felt Mm -hmm. right i was blessed because not a lot of people get that experience but i think that's something that i'm forever grateful for to have that year and we literally reflected on what we wanted to do with our journeys or our life moving forward mm-hmm. with each other because we created that trust. I think too, like we both were having a hard time that year and we both like relied on each other a lot as like that homebody. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like I feel like a lot of the times too, whenever I got stressed, like the amount of times I would come to you like literally crying over assignments because I'm yeah, just stressed. I do remember <laughs> like, that. Do you remember the day I came into your room? I literally accidentally handed in an assignment late oh i got my i got my deadlines mixed up thought it was due thursday it was due tuesday my assignment was done i forgot to submit it and the deduction penalty was 45 percent so i remember i was in lecture i got the email that it was late i literally got up left lecture cried from like the bus ride home went into your room i remember you were like on the phone or something and you were like oh hey what's wrong and then i, I know just, because you came i thought you were in lecture i was like what's she doing that's what i'm saying like i was just like uh, so i feel like we really like had that comfort with each other like whenever something was wrong like i knew i could come home and like see you, you yeah know what I mean? exactly okay so now that we're trying to move on from 2020 and all those experiences i thought it'd be really cool to talk about new year's resolutions and mm-hmm. if you had any i have some i thought it'd be cool to share some because i i love hearing what goals people have for themselves Mm -hmm. so i thought it'd be really cool to share some so what's one of your 2021 new year's resolution so i feel like honestly this relates to our discussion Mm -hmm. but one of the things i wrote down that i wanted to do was do more things for myself so like when i doing work uh, taking a break and doing something just for me so like instead of taking a break to go socialize like take a break maybe do a face mask and listen to music kind of thing and just like chill on your phone if that makes you like something just that I would personally enjoy for myself. Something Mm -hmm. that I would recommend is once you're done work, sit down, eat lunch, watch a show or go take a shower, listen to music in the Mm -hmm. shower. Even if you've already showered, shower again. (laughs) Um, Or like just do something within like spa related. I think that's a great New Year's resolution. Okay, so one of my New Year's resolutions and I know that It's kind of weird for me because I have some sort of reading disability. I know it. But I wanted to read one book a month. Oh, that's cute. Crazy, right? Um, I feel like I love the aspect of like holding a book and reading it. And it literally creates a form of entertainment that I didn't know that I could participate in. Because I do have to read chapters over and over again (laughs) sometimes, okay? But I think that that's a cool New Year's resolution that I would like to do for myself. It's also something to do, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a form of self-care that you can do on your break. Like, I know it's... Um, especially this year, I feel like you've been really 
getting into reading you know right like which is been, weird yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read but yeah i'd love to get into that i like that i was also listening to a podcast and the girl was saying one of her new year's resolutions was to read three books a month I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's kind of a lot. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And what I started to think was, I was like, why are, I think what people have trouble with within New Year's resolutions is they set unrealistic bars. Yeah. So what I usually think to myself is like, okay, why don't you start small Mm -hmm. and then build it up? So if I read one book a month and I'm able to, you know, get into the habit of doing that frequently and reading one book a month, then I could increase it to maybe two books a month. Yeah, maybe when you finish school too, you know, first couple months. Why start so... It's just setting yourself up to fail, you know, because once you fail, you're not going to start over. Like you're just like, oh, maybe next year. Exactly, right? And I think that's important. If you're creating New Year's resolutions for yourself, I think honestly start something that's achievable and Mm -hmm. something that you can get a habit into doing rather than starting something completely out of reach i think three books a month yeah. unless you're an avid book reader yeah. but she said she wasn't so i ultimately just think that you're you know people can just set themselves up for failure within creating new year's resolutions so just keep that in mind when you're creating a new year's resolution for yourself but i want to hear another thing that you said for yourself so another thing i want to work on is just like better balance in general so it, that means like balancing schoolwork, social life exercising like health and stuff and whatnot just so that i'm not overwhelming myself and feeling like i'm again setting myself up to fail because i feel like during the school year i kind of put all my focus onto school you know and i don't want to finish the school year and just be like whoa i'm done school what do i do with myself now you know so i guess it's better balance between creating other focuses in my life one more of my new year's resolution is to drink lots of water drink way more water right (laughs) and I I always see people posting stuff on social media being like drink lots of water don't forget to drink water today Mm -hmm. today but I genuinely think that I drink enough water but I should be drinking more so that's definitely a new year's resolution even if I'm not thirsty just force it down another thing that I heard that's good is to just like have a glass the first thing like when you wake up the first thing you do is have a glass of water even lemon water um just because it like a wakes up your stomach and it's just like you're dehydrated af so you need it well i also think too it's crazy because you're technically like not doing anything for eight hours when you sleep so like it totally makes sense that you should drink water because you're dehydrated so that totally makes sense i think i've seen the same thing Mm -hmm. so that's what sparked my interest i'm like okay i need to drink some more definitely Okay, so I really wanted to end off on that note. I'm talking about New Year's resolutions because this is the first episode within 2021. So congrats, Pam. You're my first guest. That's right. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to say what's one overall message you want listeners to take away from this episode. Something that I would take away from this episode is that mindset has more of an impact on your moods, actions, and performances than you really think it does. Mm-hmm. I encourage people to remember to take care of themselves both physically and mentally because sometimes your brain just needs to chill and you know, you can be your own worst critic. So Yeah, exactly. You're literally your worst critic. So I think that having a positive mindset is like the most important thing, you know, or just an open mindset, you know, and just being aware that it is your mindset that's impacting you and it's not yourself it's not not your situation it's not your capabilities it's It's not your like how smart you are it's not how strong you are it's just how you are thinking of yourself i love that i definitely think that this episode we talked a lot about mindset and mindfulness and you know self-care so i think i agree with pam and i definitely think that if anyone was to take anything it would definitely be to change your mindset because it can definitely turn out to 
creating a positive environment for yourself Mm -hmm. and who knows maybe you'll end up being happier (laughs) so i think that's basically it for today's episode thank you so much pam for joining me today oh my god thanks for having me you're welcome i hope you come back again if you guys like this episode make sure to follow me on my instagram at king's corner underscore life notes i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i truly 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 hope that 2021 is a better year for everyone and this is the year of self-reflection changing your mindset and creating self care for yourself so guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening thank you bye, bye.